Lance if you're gonna go stick your head in the sand like that, get out of the sport. Mike Coppinger. It's creating a huge mess. It's absurd. No, you're wrong. So this, the only seems like a cash grab. You need to turn up and you need to be on it. We just started going at it. You gotta go eat. The Pug and Cop Boxing Show on the Athletic. Mike Coppinger here on location in San Antonio, joined by Lance Pugmire, and we're gonna get right into the Javante Davis Leo Santa Cruz fight, knockout of the year, in my opinion. Fantastic fight and a star-making performance from Gervonta Davis with that brutal left uppercut in round six that rendered Leo Santa Cruz unconscious. You know, Lance, when I watched that Alexander Pravec and Dillian White fight in August, also a left uppercut that rendered his foe unconscious, I couldn't imagine a better knockout this year. But I just think the magnitude of the fight and just the star-making performance it was, for me, makes the knockout of the year, puts it over the top. But what do you think? No, absolutely, Mike. I mean, it was such an incredible moment. I mean, there was really no give in either fighter at up until that point. And actually, it was interesting because in watching the broadcast, Al Bernstein from Showtime is making a comment. He's right in the middle of a comment that, you know, look, if if Javante Davis thinks that there's going to be any give in Leo Santa Cruz, he's sadly mistaken. And then right when he's saying that, boom, there came that left upper, uppercut and it was so sensational, Mike. I mean, we've seen that type of power from Javante Davis against other guys but what was it like from your vantage point to see it so close and especially to really end the fight that looked like it was just going to be this 12-round war yeah i mean i was so impressed by gervonta's composure he was really patient in there you know he was pumping the southpaw jab set his punches up nicely focused on the body and like you said right every time gervonta landed a good counter punch leo fired right back i mean it happened right before the knockout right gervonta mm-hmm. seemed yeah. to rock him around the ropes Leo, Leo fired back, pushed Gervonta back to the ropes, and then seconds later, the fight was over. I mean, I was in the middle of writing a tweet about how, how there was such ebb and flow in this fight. So just a really mature performance, I thought, from Gervonta Tank Davis. And I mean, look, this I, I think at, at this point, in my opinion, he's one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in the world. Absolutely, Mike. And I mean, let's be honest. He's not – I know he made it, and he's to be applauded for making – 130 pounds, but he's clearly going to be more comfortable at 135. And now when you look at that division with Tiafimo Lopez at 23, you know, holding all four belts, Devin Haney, and I spoke to Ryan Garcia this last week, he, he referred to these guys as the four horsemen. I mean, this is going to be an incredible action for years to come, Mike, and I don't want to get too carried away with it. But we've seen this kind of stuff happen in the past, you know, when it was Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns. Roberto Duran and the like. So this is uh, all these guys are definitely invested in trying to make good fights. And it's, it's very exciting time right now in that, in that weight class range. Yeah. There was a lot of speculation about Javante Davis's ability to make 130 pounds. He did so. And he told us at the post fight press conference, um, you know, moments earlier that he can fight at 130, he can fight at 135. He's flexible. Um, obviously the bigger fights right now are going to be at 135, especially Ryan Garcia. That seems to be the fight that they're, they're building toward, whether it's, you know, late next year or farther into the future. But I think that's the fight. Um, I mean, it could be Floyd Mayweather's guy, uh, Devin Haney, but I mean, that seems to be a little bit more complicated considering Mayweather's relationship with both guys. I think Ryan yeah. Garcia is the fight and that could, that seems to be the biggest fight you, maybe you can make in boxing period right now. Yeah. Oh man. And that would be actually, that would be Floyd and Oscar in a way. Right. So I mean, (laughs) uh, you would have those two guys going at it plus the other guys. And, you know, look, Ryan Garcia, 
having again having spoke to him earlier this week he's he's pumped up about this challenge that is going to be facing him on December 5th against Luke Campbell you know like I, I asked Ryan point blank like a lot of people are looking at this fight going into it saying that you don't have the substance that it takes to you know be a real player like a Gervonta type player in this division and he says I can't wait to prove him wrong you're absolutely right that's a legitimate question but they're going to see what they see on December 5th and I'm going to be right in the mix with all those guys so it was it was very exciting to hear that and look Mike I mean I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this because I, I flashed back to last year and I think I don't know if you were there or not you I, I think you were there but there was a, a news conference with Gervonta Davis at LA Live uh, before he ended up fighting he was supposed to fight Abner Mars and ended up fighting um, uh, Hugo Ruiz right and he was saying at that point like I need to get these three fights this year and then I'm gonna be a pay-per-view player and he was he knew what he wanted he knew where he was headed. And he achieved that tonight. And I, I just, uh, again, I go back to you being there and seeing Floyd so excited and just the buzz in, in the Alamo Dome. Did you get the sense too that we now have another pay-per-view star in the sport? Absolutely. Especially for Gervonta Davis to put the punctuation mark on this fight with that left uppercut that you know we think is the knockout of the year. If this would have just been a, a great 12-round fight, I think it would have been a little more difficult um, and that, for me, is why this performance is more impressive than Teofimo Lopez's. Like, mm -hmm. yes, Teofimo Lopez beat a much better fighter in Vasily Lomachenko. But mm -hmm. Leo Santa Cruz is no slouch. Leo Santa Cruz brought the fight tonight. He fought a very good fight, I thought, even if he, you know, it didn't end well for him. And that's how you make a statement, right? That brutal knockout. That's how you do it. Yeah, absolutely. And to, you know, to deal with the, the type of adversity that Leo Santa Cruz was bringing him. I know you made a, you had a tweet showing you know, just how muscular Leo was going into this fight and clearly through those, through those early rounds, you know, he was, he was giving Davis everything that he wanted back every time he would get hit. I mean, Leo Santa Cruz, you got to look at this guy and I look, I, I think this is the reason that I picked him going into the fight, Mike. He's just, he's just a tough guy. And he just, you know, I think he, he, he bit off more than he could chew because he kind of deviated from what he said he was going to do and, and, and box a little bit more. The fact that he stayed in there and went toe to toe to the bitter end, you know, it became a bitter end because he did so. Yeah, both guys showed massive heart. I mean, neither one took a step back. And I think what's really going to push Gervonta over the top in terms of, you know, his path to stardom is Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather's really did a good job on social media this week, on ESPN, at the press conference, giving those sound bites. I mean, who better to have by your side, you know, giving you the shine through him than Floyd Mayweather? No, absolutely. And it's a, these are authentic words. I mean, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you hear words from promoters and you're like, eh, this is a half truth. I think, you know, with, with Floyd, you can believe what he, what he's saying. And I, he has talked about Gervonta Davis for a long time. I actually, one time, um, uh, I had to go to an assignment, Mike, at, at Floyd's strip club because it was the only way to get him, <laughs> get him to talk about it. And while I was there, he's like, Lance, Lance, get over here tell this guy about tank, you know, you know how special tank is. And like, he was so fired up. And honestly, this was about in the era of, of the Mayweather or, or the Mayweather McGregor fight. Remember, and tank ended up being on that card. So Floyd has long been so high on, on tank Davis and it's gotta be so rewarding for uh, Floyd because, you know, he wanted to move into this next level of the, of the sport. 
Um, and now he's got the guy that really allows him to do it to where he can really say kind of like once and for all, for sure, leave me alone. I'm done fighting. I've got my guy. I, you know, I can live, I can live through him now at this point. All right, guys, bear with us one moment while we hear from one of our sponsors. Where do you think Leo Santa Cruz goes from here? That's a tough, it's a tough situation, Mike. It really is. I, I mean, I think that there's, you know, there's fights there for him because there's, there's guys at 130 that he can, uh, he can take on. He, you know, he's expressed interest in a fight against Lomachenko. I, I mean, I can remember writing a story about five, six years ago about uh, Santa Cruz and Lomachenko um, should fight each other. And that's not a bad fight. I mean, if I, I don't think it'll happen because it is PBC and top rank. But the fact that both guys are coming off these losses, they're both name brands. Um, we, we, we both respect, I mean, everyone who's watched these guys fight respects their abilities. And to see, you know, like make, make it like a do or die type event, um, that would be interesting to me. So the, those kind of opportunities are still there for Leo Santa Cruz. And he said, point blank, in my conversation with him, win or lose, you know, he did mention the idea of retirement. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds to this type of defeat. But he said, win or lose, he wants to go out with big fights, you know. And, and so I think he's going to press Al Heyman to get him as big of fights as, he, as are possible in, in those weight classes. And, and, and let's hope that Heyman can do that for him. Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at social media right now. I mean, this, I think, is why it's so big. And Javante got the knockout. And, and in the fashion, he did it. I mean, 1.6 million views on the video. Um, that's huge. This thing's going viral. And this is how you get those pay-per-view buys in the future. This is how you get... Household acclaim. I mean, we have LeBron James talking about the fight. Yeah. Knockouts. Knockouts are what drive boxing. We saw it with Mike Tyson. We saw it with Manny Pacquiao. Yes, and let's be honest too, Mike. I mean, he has the personality and the charisma to draw a massive audience throughout all of this country. And boxing boxing fans are going to love him. You know, he came in and um, walked in by a rapper today, right? So, I mean, he's got like this, he's got this buzz about him. And he's got this uh, this interest in him that is just so widespread. Um, you know, the the world's really the limit. As long as Javante da Davis can, you know, keep it on the straight and narrow, and I, you know, I have every reason to believe that he will because he does grasp where he is right now in his life. I think it's going to be a very exciting run uh, for this for for this kid because, as we know, knockouts knockouts sell more than any other uh, asset in the sport. Knockouts matter. I mean, <clears throat> looking here, Conor McGregor weighed in. I mean, yeah. this is huge. I, I, so, you know, before, before we go, let's put you on the spot. Pound for pounds, where do you put Tank Davis come mm. Monday? Oh, such a good question, Mike. I mean, maybe does, does Usyk slide back a little bit because of, of his fight? He got the victory. Absolutely. You know, but, but was having some trouble there. I mean, you've got to have him in that area right around where Tiafimo is, around seven. Now, again, I, am I going to put him over Tiafimo? Uh Okay, well, you know, I'll put him right there ahead of TFMO, but I, I want to see these guys fight uh, within the next couple of years. That would just be such a great thing for the sport, and, and what Javante Davis did tonight was a great thing for the sport. Yeah, great for the sport. Great, great night of the day of boxing on Halloween, and great to have fans. I mean, I, I was really impressed with the bubble here in San Antonio. Uh, very strict. They didn't let any of us go anywhere, really, which, uh, you know, Here's good to have. Fire. Great. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, was, he was amazing. Great props to him uh, putting together a tight bubble. And 
Look yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but listen, Mike, Thurston Meyer's nickname is the fixer, right? But he he <laughs> fixed right. you good because you couldn't go have a nightlife. <laughs> <laughs> he fixed a lot of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just really nice to have fans again. It, it felt it was some semblance of normalcy uh, in this crazy 2020. I mean, the, the Alamo Dome is a football stadium. It holds close to 70,000. And they had uh, the announced attendance and uh, emphasis on announced. <laughs> this, this is boxing after all. Yeah. 9,024. Okay. Big crowd. Um, and everyone was pretty spread out. I mean, you saw uh, you know, a few people here and there in, in pods, they call it. You could buy tickets, I think, in only six and eight. Wow. So, um, you know, people that know each other were together. But I thought everything looked very safe, very buttoned up. People were wearing masks. Um, and it really just... I think that put it over the top, having that big fight feel once again. I, I felt it there. It was a really loud crowd, a little pro Leo Santa Cruz. We had Javante Davis walk in, uh, shades of Floyd Mayweather, and before Floyd, uh, Floyd's uncle, Roger Mayweather, wearing the sombrero in the Mexican colors against a Mexican-American. So oh, yeah, uh, great night for boxing and great to have fans back. And then, of course, PBC is going to do fans again. Well, I know you'll be there in Dallas for Errol Spence, Danny Garcia. I thought, you know, I thought in, in hindsight, Mike, too, you know, they really did themselves a favor by doing this because remember, this was a night that this fight was supposed to be on the same day as the Khabib fight against Gaethje. And they took, you know, they basically kept, had their own audience. They had their, their own fans in the, uh, in the stadium. And like we said, I mean, just compelling, very compelling action. So smart move by boxing as much as we get on their ass a lot, you know, you guys did the right thing. You did a good job in this situation. Congratulations. Yep. I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, great for boxing and yeah, no, nothing to complain about for once. So um, <laughs> that's, that's our show for tonight. Hope you enjoyed it and we'll be back with our regular show on Tuesday.